to Manic Mums episode 10 with me, Francine Lewis. And me, Naomi Eisted. Episode 10, wow! I can't believe that's actually 10 weeks in lockdown, isn't it? So basically our first episode happened, I think it was a week before we went into lockdown, or the first few episodes. We were just filming at home and then all of a sudden the nation was in lockdown. I know. I think it, we did two episodes um, where we could actually be together. Yeah. And then the whole nation went into Yeah, it's just, it's crazy. But it feels a bit like we're half in lockdown, we're half are not. I know. And it Because like the first few weeks felt a bit like Christmas. We were all yeah. locked in together. Yeah. We were all like, <laughs> made sure we had food in the house. We couldn't get out. It was a little bit, even though it was so worrying, it was also a bit exciting. I know that sounds crazy. It is so strange, to be honest. I think as a nation, we've been on an emotional roller coaster, don't you think? Like, like you say, we stopped mm. it. At the start, it felt like, do you know what? It's all right. We're on a bit of a kind of holiday. I mean, it's devastating and scary what's going on around the world. But it was kind of like a surreal situation where you're all at home with your family. Mm. Or you're on your own. You're All of a sudden, you're on your own. And it's kind of like, this is a time to be reflective and have a break. So, you know, we've both had uh, weeks where we felt really loving it. We're enjoying it. The weather's nice. We're at home with the kids. Then we've both had weeks where we're pulling our hair out. We want a bit of space from the family. We're screaming. Yeah. We're crying. We're drinking gin yeah. every day. Yeah, we're eating lots of cake. Yeah, we've lost weight. We've put weight on. We've lost it again. We've put it on. We're going from one extreme to the other. We're exercising loads. Then we're drinking loads and eating loads. I mean, where is the balance? I really don't know. But it just feels surreal, Fran, because I, I kind of feel like, well, yes, I can sort of see, like, what's the situation? I could sort of see you now, couldn't I? Is that, is that allowed you? We could go for a walk together, couldn't we? A social distance walk. We could. We could, like, we could meet at a park. We could sit and have, like, a, a nice little picnic or a gin or <laughs> something in the park. And we can, you know, we can communicate now. We should do that. I, I think it's just been, you've been busy. I've been busy with other things. But actually, if the weather's nice next week, Naomi, why let why not let's do that? Because we do need to discuss our new t-shirt range. Yes, uh, and what we're gonna things like that. So we have loads to talk about. Um, and it would be lovely to do that face to face. But don't you feel like even though we're allowed to, that's what I mean, I still don't really know what I'm allowed to do and what I'm not allowed to do. And this is a kind of a prime example of Fleur. She's their school, um, their, their school sort of like online system that they've got. She was chatting with a friend of hers and they were talking about having a play date. And obviously they know that the teachers can check all of their messages and stuff and check they're not going on like computer games when they're meant to be in lessons. Um, <laughs> and the two of them were chatting saying, oh yeah, maybe we should meet in August or September because they thought they'd get in trouble if they were meant uh -huh. to meet soon because they don't know. We, none of us really know what is okay and what isn't okay. It's so weird. I feel a bit fed up with it all. And I know that's not the attitude to have, but then when you're seeing what's going on in, in, in the world and all this protesting, yes, it's for great, a great reason, but look how many people are stuck together, you know? Um, it, it's, it's completely outrageous. Like, it's so dangerous what's going on. What's gonna happen in two weeks time? Well, the thing is, I really, like, that's why I think I felt like I've gone into, I was feeling really motivated and positive. And Rocco went back to school. Yay! 
but I really, I wasn't sure, I know, I wasn't sure about sending him. And then I just, his behavior was getting really bad. He was getting really addicted to technology, which you know isn't like us because we're a really active family. And I just felt like, okay, do you know what? I'm going to give it a try. I'm going to send him back to school. And if, he, if it's not right for him, you know, I'll keep him at home. But it's been, it's been absolutely brilliant. But then obviously um, George Floyd was murdered by the um, white police officer in America. I have just felt so much sadness to see a lot of my friends in so much pain and wanting to have, you know, uh, zero tolerance to racism awareness around the world to see change. Um, but yeah, it's, it's really impacted me and I'm a, you know, white mum with white kids, but it's really impacted me. The realization that racism is so rife still in this day and age has really, really, really got to my core and upset me because we're very much anti-racism in our home. And I just feel, you know, I feel like it's just, there's been a surge of so much devastation in the world that mentally I'm struggling to cope. I don't want to even go on the news. I don't want to read the papers I, i'm starting to not avoid going on social media because i just don't know what to expect next i know i don't know what's happening in the world it's really really sad i actually watched and i think i mentioned this before i watched a few weeks ago called when they see us and it it actually broke my heart because there was five young black boys who got accused of this rape they had no evidence it was white police it was yeah. every you know the, the white police that beat them up that you know try it well the lawyer the white lawyer she she put these boys away knowing they hadn't done it but she I know, just wants disgusting. To, i mean i've got to say in america the racism is appalling it's it is awful it's absolutely awful and how can you make i just don't you know i just hope that i know people are protesting around the world and i pray that that does make a difference but i just don't know if people are so uneducated and they have such strong um, racist views. Can we change those awful, awful people that are so I mean, hopefully, hopefully we can. I just feel there's got to be a limit now. It was devastating what happened to um, George Floyd. Absolutely devastating. And it is so good that everyone's come together in the way that they're all protesting now because this should not be happening. No, it shouldn't. And there was, um, there was a black guy on the um, Good Morning Britain saying that he's been stopped 13 times. He's only 37 because he's black. That's you know, in his car. It's absolutely disgusting. It's absolutely appalling. But is it going too far? You know, setting shops on fire. You know, harming innocent other people's businesses and 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 everything else. What's going on in America? That I do not agree with. Yes, okay, they're protesting, they're protesting here, even though it's a very dangerous situation because we are in a coronavirus time. Yeah. But in America, they're setting fire and they're looting. And I think it's absolutely, I personally think it's appalling because there's other innocent people being hurt and that's not a way to make a stand as far as I'm concerned. Well, in my eyes, I, I personally, my opinion is violence in, any, in anything is wrong. So I don't, uh, I don't agree to any form of violence, any form of destruction. I don't agree with that, um, especially like hurting animals or people. 
whatever race they are, I don't agree with any violence. But I also do think that we have to see change and change has to happen. I think the government need to listen, the education system need to listen, people need to be more educated. And then maybe people wouldn't be, you know, like society as a whole, the globe wouldn't feel so angry because you know a culture has been oppressed for so long so it's a very you know it's a very very um sensitive and sensitive you know um area at the moment and it's also very uh there's so much tension in the world and all i want to see is love and unity that's from my i just want to see love i want to see hope and i want to see hope for people that feel like they've been oppressed see hope that maybe things have changed in the education system and i just want to see love and unity Everything really gloomy and like you said, I don't want to put on the news either and I cannot believe the protesting here is still going on and how how many more days is it gonna go on and how many and what is going to actually come out of it? I I, I don't know. I just and in being in America, like for, for innocent people in America, it must be a I very know. scary time. Because yeah. I was thinking, God, what would happen if we were in America now with what's going on? It'd be it would be terrifying. I know it's really I scary. I know you because you know um Oz that we interviewed on one of our podcasts, she was stuck over here in the UK, wasn't she? And she just flew back to LA before um before everything sort of like happened and changed in America. And she now when I phoned her, I, I don't think we're seeing as much on our news as is what's going on in America, to be honest. And um she was basically like, I can't leave my studio after five o'clock. Like she can't leave her home or studio after five o'clock. There's a curfew in Los Angeles. So if you leave, you could get arrested. And the same wow. a friend of mine in New York, um, she said that the curfew in New York, I don't know if that's changed now, like today, this week, but the curfew is, I think it was eight o'clock. And, you know, if it was like, for example, you or I popping out to the shops to get some milk, because we've forgotten some milk at quarter past eight, we'd get arrested. Mm, that's, it's good. I mean, I know someone in New York and they said it's actually horrendous there. Yeah. Really scary. Um, you've got little children as well. Of course. I mean, they are, they are very, they are being very destructive now and they are setting people's innocent family businesses and everything else on fire and with that is coming becoming a lot of destruction and i just don't want the point they may you know the black community are making of is it going to bring more hate if yeah. looting and the destruction is carrying on i think they, they they're right to make a stand they're right to protest but there's got to be a limit here now you know um listen there's racism there's always going to be racism i'm jewish so i know you know what racism is like there's a lot of racism towards jewish people you know so you yeah. know and when you look at what the jews went through the holocaust and everything yeah. else you know are the jews making a stand i think there's got to be a limit i really do and i i feel for any race there should never be racism in any you know everybody you cannot generalize between a black person a white person a jewish person a catholic everybody is equal to me everybody is equal and it is really sad that the american police are particularly bad yeah um, i think they're so bad here i really really don't but they are particularly bad in america I think, for I, I think we think they're not bad here because we live in areas where we don't see it i think that there are situations um in 
areas especially like around cities as well of like london central london around london birmingham manchester liverpool where we'd be surprised at how how many issues there are with the police but I just, you know at the end of the day um i just think at the moment the the point is black lives matter i mean when i was a kid i was bullied for being english in scotland so i had prejudice for my accent not for the color of my skin but for my accent but at the moment the point is it's not about um any prejudice we've experienced as white people or as jewish communities but at the moment the whole point is is about changing uh, systemic racism against black communities and i think let's just let's just try and be positive let's hope that through these um protests and all the social media awareness that we'll see change and then that will have a knock-on effect on all the other communities that need to see change as well because it you know racism happens in so many communities we know that i think we just all need to see a bit of hope and light at the end of the tunnel i certainly do i since last week i felt really tired i felt down i felt depressed i haven't been as motivated exercising or working out or even with my meditations my meditations, my mind hasn't just really been focused so maybe you and i need to motivate each other and check in and see if we've exercised each day maybe that's what other people would do for each other you know this is a really really tough time for everybody in the world check in on your friends go come on let's have a little challenge come on fran let's text each other when we've worked out why don't we do that why don't we text each other when we've had a little workout to motivate the other one so if you've not had a workout by 12 o'clock and i've worked out by like 11 o'clock i'll text you and say done my workout babe how are you getting on with yours? <laughs> I've been so bad. I've been walking. I have been walking because I had that vertigo last week. I've been a bit worried, but I'm all right now. So I've got no excuses. So oh, I am going to start, but I'm doing this. I'm doing this new business where I'm help. I'm training people to have confidence to, to take meetings on zoom That's because brilliant. it's really scary. Some people don't like talking through a camera and feel really camera shy and yeah, just true. don't have the confidence. So I'm doing that at the moment and I'm really enjoying it because that's bringing me such, it just makes you feel so energizing on a high when I've left the call because I've helped somebody. Yeah. That I might have, um, you know, hope to be able to do, to be successful in in taking their meetings and giving them more confidence so i feel that's really really positive yeah that's um, brilliant yeah so I'll, I'll tell you i'll fill you in on a funny story so i obviously like i love my son to pieces but 10 weeks of homeschooling him i was literally at the end of my tether because he's five he doesn't understand the concept of mummy's homeschool he just wants to play he wants to go on his ipad he wants to go and that's another point we'll get to in a minute don't believe the headlines you read in newspapers guys what people that headline that was written about rock and i ignore it <laughs> but we'll get back that, to that in a minute but um so I was so excited for his first day back to school. I was thinking, oh my gosh, eventually I will have five minutes without screaming, screaming, or mummy, 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 mummy. So anyway, I get in the car, get him, he's got his little uniform on. We're driving up the school drive and all I see is these big placards, social distancing, keep your distance. And then there's obviously the, you know, like there's the um, kind of boundaries that you can't walk there, you can't touch this and you can't touch that. And I saw all the teachers and that all the teachers were standing outside because you're not allowed to take your child up. They're not, you know, all these changes. 
and I wasn't expecting the emotions to hit me. The head teacher actually walked up to the car to like take, not take him as in by the hand, but walk near him to get him back to the gates. And I just went, morning. <laughs> and I don't know what came over me, but I just burst into tears. I was not expecting the emotion of seeing mm. the changes for tiny little children of how we've suddenly got to adapt to this pandemic. The realization hit me. And instead of bouncing off the ceiling with excitement, having the day to myself, I literally sat at home and nearly cried all day. I missed him all day long and I was worrying about him, hoping he'd be fine. But I mean, his teachers are amazing. He had the best day. He fell asleep in the car on the way home, which he never does. Is that Tired. Well, the great thing is Jake has realized that he really enjoys school because every Monday I have the same conversation. School, I hate school. Oh, we shouldn't have to go to school. I want to be homeschooled, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And now he says to me, his mum, I just cannot wait to get back to school. It's really hard, you know, doing it this at home, doing these yeah. Zoom um, lessons. I want to be with everyone else. I want yeah. to socialize with my friends. And I said, you know what? It's so good you feel like that. He says, I'm never having another day off school. Um, oh, wow. That's brilliant. Yeah, well, honestly, it's amazing that he feels like that because he used to really, really not like school. Oh. Um, it was not that he didn't like school. He loved it when he was there. He hated mm. the getting up for school and yeah. going in. Yeah. Uh, and that kind of, and he hated Sundays thinking he had school on Monday. Oh. But now every day is the Whereas he said before, I should look forward to the weekend. Every day's the same. Yeah. Well, Fleur, to be honest, I don't know how she's going to cope when she goes back because Rocco has adapted immediately. He, the poor little thing, he did wake up in the middle of the night having nightmares going, COVID-19, keep your distance. Oh, yeah, he did. COVID, COVID. And I, was, and I couldn't wake him up either. I think he was having a night terror. He was going, COVID, COVID. So poor little thing. I thought, I'm so glad he's back at school. But Fleur, she's, she is absolutely in her element, being at home, not having the pressure of rushing to school by 8.30. And she's kind of a bit like me. She likes to do things in her own time. So I know I'm not great at timekeeping, as you'll know. <laughs> no, I'm not great, to be honest. I'm not great, unless I really have to be. I know. I'm not either i just don't know when things are going to get back to normal that's the thing it's I, all i do is ask people when do you think this when do you think that you know i mean the hairdressers will be open by july um the beauticians are going to be like all my beauticians i've got two beauties like you they've sort of sent um emails saying I need, open things. I need it all done eyebrows eyelashes nails oh. look at my roots this is like growing out look it's like oh don't i'm a wreck i'm an absolute wreck but what what i'm saying so by july i think we're gonna see more normality and i suppose i know they're saying there could be a second wind september october but if not i'm thinking things will be a little bit more back to normal by september for me i do miss traveling and I've got to really make a decision about whether like, obviously Hayden's parents are in Cyprus. We could go and spend three or four weeks out there over the summer holidays. Yeah. Um, but do I want to put myself and the kids at risk getting on a flight? And a lot of my work has always been travel as well. So it's a really weird, it's a very gray area for me. I just don't know right now. I don't know. I think I'm just going to watch and see. I mean, I wouldn't be going to a country where there's been loads and loads of um, cases. I think, 
I don't know, Northern Cyprus is quite tempting to me, even more so than Southern Cyprus. So even though his parents are in Southern Cyprus, I think I like the sound of Northern Cyprus because they've had, I think they had, um, they had very few cases. Very they did. They had very few cases. They handled yeah. it very well. To be fair, I don't want to go to me uh, back to America right now. I don't really like what's going on around. Uh, I, don't, I don't. I, I don't. I don't like what's going on. It's just. It's just. It's horrendous. In fact, so no, I, I don't even want to go there right now. It's I just really want to weird. stay at home. I know. It's really weird because you and I have always loved America. Like loved it. And with everything that's gone on this last week, it's the first time in my life I've said to Hayden, I don't know if I want to be in the state. Like, I don't really want to go there now. Not for I don't want to be anywhere. I want to just be at home right now, to be honest. I feel safest at home. I think this, I is, how we, I think this is how we've been made to feel. Yeah. I mean, there was a woman on this morning who says she's got terrible agoraphobia. She can't leave the house. I knew that would happen. I had yeah. a feeling that start to get agoraphobia that's one thing there was no way I was going to get but I went to see my mum yesterday it was Jake's birthday and we went to sit in her garden and she's so down like really oh, down she? she's not somebody that will go with my dad to the park they're not really someone who go for a walk so the only thing they might do is go for a drive yeah and it's like she's so depressed and that's not good either good that's why I've had to have a different mindset I know I'll be I'm, honest I'm nervous about the school run in September, like not this, not actually just a school run, but the whole, like if the two of them are fully back to school, it's made me realize how much pressure there is on parents for so much organizing, like getting both. I'm still, even though Rocco's going to school and he's getting to school for nine, nine o'clock, which is later than it, we'd normally have to get them to school with the traffic, all these other elements we don't have at the moment. We don't have any traffic when I'm trying to go to school. I don't have 10 different bags because one day they've got PE, one day they've got gymnastics, one day there's running, there's this club, there's that club. Different bags for both the kids every day. You know, there's homework every night with tears and crying because they want to go out and play instead of doing their homework. There's a lot of pressure on parents as well. You just don't realise how much is involved. And also, I like, I don't know, I don't, I'm a bit nervous about the thought of being in a social situation again, even in September. How do I know, not know that, you know, one of those school parents isn't standing with me and has actually got it. And all of a sudden after exactly. all of these months, I'm going to get sick or my kids are going to get sick. I'm quite anxious about that whole returning to school in September. I'm not going to lie. I really do find it quite nerve wracking actually. No, me too, because I'm in that, that we're all going to be in that exact uh, same position. I just, I, I think it's the uncertainty that's so hard for all of us. No one knows. I, I just, we, none of us know what's going to happen. None of us know what's going to happen with our work. We're in such an uncertain business. I know, I know we are. Uh, no one knows what's going to happen to the entertainment industry after this. Not so there's going to, because I, I personally think it's going to be a lot harder because there's going to be a lot more people who are desperate for work. And that's yeah. like the big names. They're all going to be so desperate for work that they're going to take the jobs before anyone else. And I think it's going to be tougher. I mean, that's why I've really started to rethink what I'm doing. Yeah. Because um, it's going to be a long while before people want to go into a theatre. Mm before people um, you know, want to go and see comedians on stage. No one's gonna to wanna to be, it's gonna take a lot. So I think a lot of the you know, um, corporate situations and all the corporate work is gonna be 
dead for a long time. Mm. Um, so it's only going to be really be TV. And unless you're really established in that TV industry and you're already, you know what I mean, on yeah. a regular show, I don't think there's going to be much chance for any of us at all. So I'm starting to rethink how to make money. Oh, so I don't that. believe, I don't believe that for a second. It's all about I manifestation really mindset. You know that, babe, you can manifest whatever you want. Watch this space. We'll meditate on it and we'll manifest our own show. Just watch this space. I want to, because I do feel in the comedy side of things and all what I did before, I don't see how that's going to, that's not going to come back for a long time. Pantos and I don't think they're going to happen this year. I just don't think people are going to want to be in a packed auditorium. I do think that everybody, if anyone thinks life's going to go back to normal, I don't think think it's ever going to go back to what was normal. I just think it's all going to change. Even things like sanitizing, like probably maybe they might, by the time it starts getting back to bulk travel on tubes, they might have like, you might have to wear masks and you might have to wear, you know, hand sanitizer to get on public transport. I really don't know, but I'm sure the government will implement like lots of different regulations and changes. I think it's all going to change. I think, you know, like, like you say, flying to the States, I don't think it's going to be like a quick, you jump on your flight, you go through your security check. I think they'll probably have like, when it goes to back being busy, you'll probably have like multiple stops where you have to hand sanitize your hands. I mean, like I said, I don't want to be going back to a big throng of school mums at the school grounds worrying whether one of them's got corona and I'm sitting chatting to them and I'm ill the next day. Um, I don't know. I, I, I do think a lot of people have reflected. I mean, even with my career, I'm letting go of what I thought was what I wanted. And I've written my first children's book and I've published it. Oh. That is just amazing. I mean, I've had this children's book that I've done for sitting there for two years now. It's just ridiculous. Oh, um, But, you know, you gave me motivation to get on the phone to Tim this week and say, Tim, like, our book yeah. is sitting there. He's just got to finish. He, we've just got to finish the wording and we, we've kind of put it on a back burner. But it kind of made me think, this is what I've got to do, you know, got to get it done. So another couple of months, but well done to you because it's such oh, an achievement. Thank you. I know I feel really proud of myself and it's not about whether I'm going to have lots of sales or not. It's nothing like that. It's just the one thing creatively for me that's come out of lockdown is that I've spent the time with my kids. My son's a great reader and it just inspired me to write a children's book. But now I've got like 10 to 15 different titles that I want to create all of these other books. So whether I got sales or not for the next year, I could be busy writing children's books because I'd actually really enjoy it. Cause it does, it incorporates my creative side as a media person, but it also incorporates my family life and my children. So yeah, definitely. Yeah. I mean, I, I, well, we've only written this one book, but it was just because with the story just resonated with the time we're living in yeah. and I just loved it and the guy who's illustrated it came up with the most amazing illustrations and it's just been sitting for two years because we had a bit of trouble with a couple of publishers but now I'm thinking we I said to him because he's got another book yeah we're going to self-publish and we're going to go for it and um yeah we could be two really big authors (laughs) authors then we can just do a Manic Mums book series as well of hacks for parent, parenting. Oh, we oh there you go. Let's do it. Let's get started. We're brainstorming, guys, within our podcast. So anyway, we hope you loved this episode. This is episode 10. Wow. Obviously, episode it was a, 10. 
a little bit more um, serious because in light of what's going on in the world, but we do hope that you stay positive. You know, there's always going to be light at the end of the tunnel. Always remember hope and positivity. Man meditation, if you don't do it, give it a try. It's bloody brilliant. I love it. Fran loves it. And it helps us get through the tough times. It really does. I, I, do you know what? I can't sleep without meditating. You know, whether I'm feeling anxious, listen to something that's calm me or, you know, helping me with my anxiety, you know, if I've had anxiety or just most of the time I do manifestation because yes. it is amazing. It doesn't matter if you fall asleep because it's, it's resonating into your brain while you're sleeping. And exactly. it really makes you feel differently when you wake up. And I think it is the best thing you can do. Not everyone has time to sit and meditate in the day or they don't get a quiet no. moment. So to do it at night before bed is That's absolutely so amazing. Yeah, on that note, guys, anyway, have an amazing, amazing week and we'll stay tuned for next week. <laughs>